Right, welcome back to the show. It's time for Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Good morning, Keith. Happy wet, wet, wet Monday. Yeah, it really is wet, and we are covering the uh, very fluid situation here, so to speak, with uh, rising water levels. We've got highways blocked. We've got uh, high winds coming in later, which could complicate some of the rescues. Mm -hmm. Uh, rescue plans that we've got coming in later but man I mean, this is like the new normal right we get these more frequent kind of emergency situations yeah i wonder if uh, mike farnworth and whoever is future public safety ministers are now going to have these regular uh news conferences to respond to these types of emergency weather situations i mean we never even heard of a f heat dome back in the summer never heard of atmospheric rivers until just recently so if this is the new normal, it ha does have implications for government government planning and government budgeting. Okay, lots of troubles everywhere. Uh, phone me on the open line with what you're seeing right now. 604-280-9898 is the number to call. 604-280-9898. Let's go to Kelly Tyndall on the line now, and she's been stuck in her car for quite a while. Kelly, can you hear me okay? I can. Okay, Kelly, where are you right now? We are in Hope on Wallace Road, just in the downtown part of Hope. Okay, are you in your, you're stuck in your vehicle, is that right? We are, yeah. Uh, how, how long have you been stuck in there? Well, we were on the number seven, heading west um, between Hope and Agassiz, and we, we got stopped on the road at around 7.30, just before that hill, and it turns out it's just before where the big, or the, one of the landslides happened. And so we debated for about half an hour to see, you know, what should we do? And we decided to pull a U-turn on the road and come back into Hope. And I think it was a good call. Okay, so are you in the community of Hope right now? We are. R right, okay, so you're not trapped out in the highway then? No. O okay, that, that's very fortunate. What, else, what did you see out in the highway there when you were out there? Well, it was pitch black um, and raining. So we just kind of hit, we stopped in the traffic line and uh, can kind of smell, you know, the smell of pine and dirt in the air. Yeah. And she got very nervous and so decided, because we had the cliff on the one side and the railway and the river on the other side, so we just decided, let's get out of here. What's your plan now? We have no idea, because we, we can't go in any direction anywhere. And it looks like most of the hotels are booked up. So we're in are, the, are, the are the streets passable? Or are you... Or are you just stuck in the middle of the road? Their streets in Hope are fine. They're, people are just kind of driving around. I think everyone's like us, just sort of wandering around because there's no power. No power. Okay, so the, oh. the power's out as well. Yeah. Kelly, I hope you stay safe and you get you get home. Thank you for thank you for spending some time with me. Appreciate it. Good luck. Thanks. Bye bye. Okay, that's Kelly Tyndall there calling us from Hope. She's been stuck in her vehicle there for the last 12 hours and not sure when she's going to get out of there. Keep phoning me. 604-280-9898 is the number. 604-280-9898. Star 9898 on your cell. Let me play a clip here for you, Keith, from Jackie Taggart, the liberal MLA in Fraser Nicola. And once again, it's her community that gets walloped again. I mean, this was the community that got hit by the wildfires earlier in the year. Lytton, of course, burned to the ground. So, and now here we go with another emergency hitting this region of the province, especially in the city of Merritt, uh, which includes her riding. And she was not, I spoke to her earlier today on the show, and she was not happy uh, with the province's emergency response to this point. Let's have a listen to what she had to say. We had um, some idea of uh, the amount of rain that we were going to get. And uh, here we are 
seemingly uh, less prepared than we should be. And uh, when I look at the highways going into the interior, Highway 1, Highway 3, Highway 5, all closed. And uh, people stuck. Um, like, I, I just think to myself, like, we knew it was coming. Where was the plan? Okay, Jackie Taggart, Liberal MLA, earlier saying the show. Your thoughts? Well, it does raise questions again of uh, government response, government planning, and how much resources are allocated to situations like this. And I think uh, you're going to see uh, revisiting of um, resources when it comes to fighting wildfires, when it comes to budgeting for wildfires, when it comes to preparation uh, beforehand, before the wildfire season. I wonder if you're going to start seeing more resources deployed on other weather events such as flooding. Yeah, I think you're going to need a more robust sort of planning for these type of events so we can get more adequate warnings out to people for sure and also the response. I mean, here we've got a situation now where people are trapped on the highway. That's, it's difficult to, to reach them. And, and look, this is the province that we live in. We, we've seen these type of emergencies before, but they do seem to be happening with more frequency. I don't, I don't recall this many motorists being trapped in their vehicles before yeah. in this great a number. Um, that strikes me as an unusual event. Yeah, keep calling me. 604-280-9898 is the number. Star 9898 on your cell. Cam calling from Vancouver Island. Hi, Cam. Yeah, hi there, Mike. How are you? I'm good. What are you seeing out there? Well, just a heads up for anybody that's on the island. Highway 1 uh, north of Duncan has been shut down. Mm -hmm. Everybody's getting turned around. Apparently, the road at Crofton is totally flooded over the highway. Thanks for that. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, we have seen some Vancouver Island. Uh, I think the Malahat is closed as well. Yep. Uh, I think uh, Highway 14 out to Souk uh, also, I think, is closed. And so, and du the Duncan area as well. Duncan historically is the scene. I've covered floods in Duncan before. Uh, there are uh, flooding events, usually in the spring, though. So this is unusual in the fall. Okay, we uh, had live coverage earlier today, Keith, of the news conference with Solicitor General, Public Safety Minister Mike Farnworth, talking about the extraordinary situation with people trapped in their cars. There's, he said there are 80 to 100 vehicles trapped on Highway 7 near Agassiz. Here's what he had to say about that earlier today. Around 80 to 100 vehicles became trapped between landslides on Highway 7 near Agassiz. Heavy search and rescue teams have been deployed to assist, and we are looking at the possibility of air rescue if needed. High winds may challenge these efforts. Okay, that was a Mike Farnworth speaking earlier today, and Mark Madriga from Global, the Global Meteorologist saying, yeah, those high winds are coming. This could be a difficult situation. And that could imperil a, a helicopter rescue. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, fingers crossed this doesn't get uh, even worse than it is. All right, welcome back to the show as we continue following the weather emergencies in British Columbia. We've got people trapped in their vehicles on Highway 7 and elsewhere. we got the wastewater treatment plant in Merritt has been overrun. No water in Merritt. Do not run your water or flush toilets in the city of Merritt. We heard that extraordinary uh, comment from Solicitor General Mike Farnworth earlier today, Keith, that they might have to evacuate the entire city. Of merit. There's like 7,000 7, 7, people. 7,000 people there. Yeah. That's extraordinary. So they've already got 2,000 people have been uh, evacuated from there. It may have to go uh, further than that. Uh, the uh, highway closures, Highway 1, Highway 3, Highway 7. Phone lines are open. 604-280-9898 is the number. Star 9898. Toll free in your cell. Trevor calling. He's in the lower mainland. Hey, Trevor. Hey, how you doing? Good. Good, good. Yeah, I was just talking to my brother. He lives in Merritt, and uh, he was telling me that one of the trailer parks located right beside the Coldwater River, uh, one of the 
uh, trailers has come off its pad. It went down the river and smashed into one of the bridges that oh. in town and totally disintegrated. Wow. So it's uh, quite a state of emergency there. Okay, so he is in Merritt. Is he getting out of there? Uh, he's not on the evacuation yet, but, you know, they are not flushing their toilets or mm. using water, so things are escalating quickly. Okay, thank you for the call. Fe- oh. Keep phoning me, 604-280-9898. Star ninety eight ninety eight on yourself. Motorhomes floating away. Oh. Wow! I know it's uh, again um, almost unprecedented. But it, again, it'll be interesting to see what the aftermath of this is. Just as, as the heat dome, we saw calls for uh, change in building construction uh, to um, sort of adapt to future heat domes because they're going to occur. This is not a one in a hundred year event. Now it seems to be probably more regular now. There's implications here, all these slides around highways. Do we revisit highway construction in terms of barriers and such? Uh, you know, keep in mind, CSI Highway, before it was even rebuilt, there was that terrible accident at um, one of the creeks there, M Creek, I think, where people just literally, in a fog bank, it washed away part of the highway, and people just went over the cliff and died. I think a number of people died. And that resulted in changes along Sea to Sky Highway, all those nettings around yeah. the rock face. They weren't there before. So the implication of that disaster was a change in construction. It'll be interesting to see whether we see changes in construction, particularly on highways, with so many highway closures and landslides as a result of this. Right. And we already saw, like you said, the, the earlier wake-up call from the heat dome back in June when we had hundreds of heat deaths and we had huge pressures and strains on an emergency response system mm-hmm. that didn't live didn't respond to the situation we had lots of calls and reports about people who were waiting for hours for a paramedic for an ambulance and we're seeing once again today there are strains on this system so i spoke to troy clifford earlier today on the show president of the paramedics union saying yeah we're seeing it again we're seeing uh, lots of call volumes we're seeing long waits for service and this is a government that has said well we're responding to this we're hiring more paramedics we're putting more money into an emergency response system to make it more robust but man the hits just keep coming on on this on this system no easy fix and uh it takes some time, I think, to hire a lot of people. I'm not sure we've got enough resources to deal with all the weather events that are happening with uh, accelerated pace. Now, keep calling me. 604-280-9898 is the number to call. If this is affecting you, phone me. If it affects someone you know, phone me. Tell me your story. 604-280-9898. Star 9898 on your cell. Let's go back to a couple of other clips from Mike Farnworth, the public safety minister. Keith, and uh, get your thoughts. Uh, here he is talking about the situation in the city of Merritt. This is a city of 7,000 people. Do not use the water. The water treatment facility there has been overrun by rising water. Do not use your taps. Do not flush your toilets in the city of Merritt. Uh, thousands of people under evacuation alert. Let's have a listen to what Farnworth had to say about that earlier today. Flooding has led to evacuation alerts and orders in the Fraser Valley, as well as significant impacts to the wastewater treatment plant in Merritt. Merritt residents cannot use any water, including running faucets or flushing toilets, until further notice. It's Mike Farnworth speaking earlier today at the live news conference we brought to you. There have been 2,000 people have been evacuated out of Merritt, and it could be more. Here is Farnworth talking about a possible mass evacuation. Oh, okay. Okay, well, he did go on to say that uh, they could evacuate the entire city. We got it now. Here, let's have a listen. Close to 2,000 people have already been evacuated from Merrick, and if required, the entire community may have to be evacuated 
we are setting up supports in Kelowna and Kamloops. Okay, so they're desperately getting set for a possible evacuation in the city. And yeah, Kamloops, Kelowna, once again, could be the evacuation points, well, just like we saw with some of the wildfires earlier this year. And I wonder, I assume some lessons have been learned from all the mass evacuations we saw as a result of wildfires. There were complaints, if you recall back then, of, of things not working totally smoothly when it came to large evacuations. And so I think the experience in the summer is likely going to help today. Yeah, phone lines are open 604 280 star 9898 on your cell. Linda calling from Nanaimo. Hi, Linda. Hey, how are you doing? Uh, my sister was at Port, Fre- at Port Renfrew for a wedding. It was a uh, person in the mainline, Chris, who was getting married. So as far as I know, Souk East is flooded, that the mm-hmm. Port Renfrew, you know, the logging road yep. is closed, that Duncan is closed, that part of Nanaimo. But I wouldn't mind if you kept saying out loud on the radio about this area, too. Yeah, thank you for that. No, we should not forget that the uh, the island is affected here for sure, the South Island. So, yeah, I know that area down by Port Renfrew very well. And, yeah, there could be people trapped down there as well. Oh, yeah, no, Port Renfrew can be cut off. We've seen that happen before. Um, Duncan, as I mentioned before, historically does have uh, widespread flooding at times. So, again, usually in the spring. And like I say, I've, I've covered some floods in, in Duncan. They're not, not huge, but they're certainly yeah. a problem there. Let's go to Greg on the line in Maple Ridge. Hey, Greg. Hey, Mike, uh, Keith, uh, good morning. Uh, just quickly, uh, you know what? People got to take a little bit of responsibility here for certain, not merit, of course. That's not their fault. But the government can't do everything, you know. How many people have a generator sitting around and maybe clean out their damn culverts? I got a creek running through the middle of my yard. We clean that damn culvert out every year. You know, what, mm-hmm. what's wrong with people? You know, they, they got to get a little prepared. Everything's changing here and like putting snow tires on for crying out loud before you head up the coast. But anyway, that's all I'll say for now. Thanks. Okay, Greg, thank you for the call. Well, I think most people do um, take steps necessary. But the caller's right. In terms of personal preparedness, uh, as we saw in the heat dome, as we saw in wildfires, if these weather events continue, you're going to have to take some steps on to secure your own property or your own situation. As you Mike Farmer and others have been saying, you know, stock up on water and, and extra provisions. And another thing we've been hearing from officials all day today is just stay home today if you yeah. can. You know, I mean, I, I talked to the mayor of Chilliwack who was saying there are people going down to the river to take videos. Yeah. You know, like, don't do that. I mean, you're just causing problems for emergency response officials, for one thing. Dennis in West Vancouver. Hi, Dennis. Hey, Dennis. Victoria. The, yeah, I go ahead. Victoria, Victoria Nanaimo. This morning, I took the very first one. It was really rough. I'm on my way from West Van now to Chilliwack, and it's really bad driving conditions. So I have to go to a hospital appointment I've got. So, um, yeah, not not recommended to get on the highway, especially the Malahat was really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard I've heard that's really bad there too, Dennis. Thank you for the call. So you're, Stay you're, safe. You're traveling for um, medical purposes, so that's considered essential. Even though there's no essential travel rule in place right now, again, heed the advice of officials. Don't go out if you don't have to. Squeeze another call in, Linda in Surrey. Hi, Linda. You got 30 seconds here, okay? Oh, hi. Just talked to a friend. Um, he's on the bus going downtown. He has to go downtown, and he just passed a Universal Coach bus that slid off the north end of the tunnel. And the track is like a parking lot. Linda, thank you for that call. Everybody be safe out there. If you do have to travel, you do have to go outside. Be careful. Try to avoid it if you can. Yeah, don't go out if you don't have to. Don't go on the road if you don't have to.